Ben Prescott, Benjamin, Benny so, Boy, and uh, it's past midnight. Nothing good happens after midnight, <laughs> except for this podcast, I guess. I guess. So what's, what's going on? How's school? Are you out of school? Yeah, dude. Graduated. You graduated? Yeah, bro. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's it's a big pretty deal. pretty nice. That's I a big mean, deal. It's crazy about all this coronavirus stuff. Seriously, I... um. I've just been, yeah, there's nowhere to go. The the gym opened, my gym opened. Yeah, yesterday or Saturday, everything was supposed to open back up. Oh, really? Everything? Everything, but since it's Idaho, most most things in Idaho, it kind of takes them more time than most everywhere else. Dude, dude, I heard your truck a mile (laughs) away. Dude, always. I love that. <laughs> so what did you do to, to make it so loud again? Uh, so I went to work at Ray's. Right. And it was on my, I was on my lunch break, and I had my neighbor's Sawzall in the back of my truck, and I was sitting there in the parking lot. I was like, I'm bored. I have nothing better to do. <laughs> um, I want my truck loud. Because so, there's like a special part. So when I get on the highway mm-hmm. and you like pin it, there's this one little section of like the throttle, I guess, mm-hmm. that makes it just like so. I don't even know what the word is, but it just makes it like just a deep growl, I guess. Okay. And I just loved the, that growl so much that I just, I was like, you know what? Let's cut that muffler off. Let's see how that growl is. And it just got so much louder. And I just. So you just took a saw? I just took a sawzall right to the muffler. No way. I just took the muffler right off. Was that hard to do? Honestly, no. It was actually really easy. The hard part was getting the rest of the piping unhooked because it's all hooked underneath your vehicle. Oh, I see. Yeah. And so once you did that, then it just changed it to what it is now. Exactly. Dude, I love it. Like, I love it being loud, but it during high school, it was kind of obnoxious. I got pulled over a lot. And... Will a cop pull you over if they hear your truck? Yeah. It's... Really? A muffler delete is illegal. So would they see you from behind or would they hear you? Like, they would they... hear you. Oh, okay. That's why when you see tru- um, cops drive by you, they usually have their windows cracked. Oh, no way? Like halfway. That's why? That's why. So they can hear people accelerate and decelerate and just like, because there's a lot of things about exhaust modifications to cars. I that... didn't know that. I didn't know they cared about that. Well, what about when they roll coal? Can yours do that? No. I'm... Only diesels can do oh, that. Oh, it's only diesels. Yeah, because they, they're... So cars and trucks, gasoline vehicles, they let off more of a, like, when it's cold out, your exhaust kind of makes, like, a mist or, like, a foggy Mm -hmm. look. It's, like, more white. But how diesels and how diesel was made. Diesel is, do you know what diesel is? Mm, um, Sort of. So diesel is more like, it's all of the stuff that they extracted from the gasoline Oh, I didn't know that. That's exactly what it is. Um, Diesel was actually made to make um, all that waste not go to waste. Really? And so that's why they started making diesel vehicles. And they also wanted more performance-wise and, like, 
more hauling stuff. And that's why when you see most big trucks, they're diesels because they pull like horse trailers or car trailers. Right. Or all these other things. And the reason why it blows black smoke, honestly, I have no clue. Right. But my idea is from all of that extract and all of that stuff that was put into that motor, like that diesel, all that waste from mm-hmm. that gas they put into that makes it just for some reason. Do what it and does. it's usually it seems like when they accelerate. Oh yeah, it's when That's you accelerate. When okay. And like you know how you've been in my truck many times. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like you know how when I let off the throttle after a while it pops Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's back pressure oh and all of that back pressure is actually formed just for torque and so it's like for pulling stuff and that's why most big trucks aren't muffler deleted oh because that makes their performance in torque wise less like and you need that torque in order to like to pull pull a trailer yeah like it, it's okay if you cut it off and you're pulling like a tra- like a trailer just with a four wheeler on it or dirt bikes or something like that, or like a camper, like not a big camper, but like just a little pop up camper or something like that. And so, what's that stuff that a lot of diesel trucks are required to put in there? Um, it's called like EPA or something like that. Yeah, e- it's I don't remember exactly what the name is, but they have to like if you open up a gas tank of a diesel truck like you're about to like go put the diesel in right Mm -hmm. there's another hole that it's like how i've understood it and have most people have told me it's like a two-stroke motorcycle it's it takes like a certain oil and certain gas at the same time Mm -hmm. the mixes and i think that mix that it does makes that black smoke okay and so is diesel i've heard diesel's cleaner diesel is honestly cleaner than gasoline vehicles um, a lot of people diss on diesels saying, oh, it's um, not environmentally safe, global warming, all this other stuff. And mm-hmm. actually diesel that I've heard of, that diesel is actually better for the economy than gasoline vehicles and electric vehicles. So I know that there's uh, the Volkswagen. Yes. The Beetle. Well, they- there's a lot of Volkswagens that actually have the diesel option. Okay, because like, yeah, like, I was you can get a diesel say, Golf, you can diesel Passat, you can get a diesel Bug. What's the benefit to that in such a small car? Honestly, I think it was how I've seen it is like they had they needed more options, mm-hmm. and they were running out of like options of doing stuff to vehicles and like all vehicles and how all the companies like Chevy, Ford, Dodge, all of them, they're all competing against each other, mm-hmm. and honestly, I think. Volkswagen was losing that race and for them to get back up on that leaderboard I think they wanted to do diesel Mm. and make them stand out a little bit make them more stand out and like make more people of the car community come in and they're like they can do the same thing as big truck guys that's cool honestly like if I had option and had the money I would totally buy a diesel golf dude I hear they get amazing gas mileage oh they can get um close from at least like at minimum like you drive like a jackass like Mm -hmm. you drive crazy you like everything you just doing that like how i drive Mm -hmm. in my truck i get nine miles (laughs) a gallon i I get nine miles a gallon in my truck so i have to fill up probably twice a week yeah that's a lot it's terrible that's a lot it's terrible but if how i drive let's say i got that little diesel car right 
how I drove, and I put it into that car, I'd get probably 35 miles to the gallon. That's amazing. My buddy. For your truck? If be, it was a diesel. Yeah, if it was diesel, it'd be 35. Well, no, if it was that little car. So the the Golf gets about 35 miles a gallon? 35 to 45. That's amazing. It's pretty crazy how how such small cars with big engines and like all that upgrades that it gets so much more than most vehicles. Well, that makes me think about, cause Volkswagen's German and that makes me think of world war two were tanks. Do tanks have diesel? Oh yeah. Tanks are diesel for sure. Right. Okay. hundred percent. There's a, most all army equipment is diesel. Okay. There's a military, uh, Kawasaki motorcycle. That's diesel. And so I was wondering, is that, I mean, that's uncommon, isn't it? I mean, for um, a motorcycle I've never diesel? known that you could do a diesel motor in a motorcycle. Yeah, I may be getting that wrong. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but like most, um, and a diesel, the military does diesel because, well, it's more like an oil consistency, diesel is. Mm. And so it's like a slower burner than gasoline. And so, like, if someone shot the gas tank or the diesel tank, excuse me, um, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't completely combust and blow everything to pieces. Oh, it's like, it's how my understanding is, and probably we're probably gonna get hate for this one, <laughs> but like, I think diesel would like not as combust and it wouldn't be as big of a mm-hmm. damage. I mean, if they shot a diesel gas tank. Oh, that car is gone. I'd imagine but like though, around it and like every like everything else, I feel like it would be safer. Yeah. Than if it was all gasoline because that blew up, the next one would blow up, and I'd so imagine so that forth. they'd have some kind of protection in front. Oh of yeah, the they tanks, would. You know what I mean? They would have a whole like bunch of protection for just, around the fuel tank. Yeah. But that's crazy. Well, is. I there's also. Um, I have questions about sports cars, actually. So <laughs> I don't know much about them. But. What's your favorite, though? Like, if you could. What do you mean, sports car? Like, like Ferrari, Corvette, um, Lamborghini, all of those. Lamborghini, like high class, high, yeah, high class. Honestly, I'd go with McLaren P1. Dude, I saw a McLaren. Did I ever tell you I saw a McLaren once? Really? I saw it in a garage in Missoula. Like my friend Dan and Kellen and those guys in Shea, they were racing their bikes and me and Kellen were walking around and there's this garage and inside there were, there was a McLaren and, oh, there's one that starts with a B. Bugatti? Bugatti. There are two Bugattis. Dude, that's crazy. Because together, I mean, that's like over a million dollars, something like that, isn't it? Oh, that's way over a million dollars. A Bugatti, it depended on the Bugatti. If it was like the one of the newer ones, the Bugatti Veyron, that car is alone $1.3 million. Well, around that area. Like, that's all insane. of those, like my dream car, like my dream like sports cars, McLaren P1 is one of the, actually... But that one right there is probably around $1.5 million. So what's the advantage? Like, what is all that money going into? Is it just so that speed. it can go speed so fast? Speed and looks, I guess. Looks. probably has, like, it probably feels great to drive. Like, it oh, has a good feel. Oh, you have feel. so much more control of the vehicle than normal cars. But people do not buy sports cars for gas mileage. 
Right, yeah. They probably have so much money they don't have to worry about that. Well, true. But, they, like, if, I, and insurance and stuff for those cars are so high, too. Dude, um, Elon Musk crashed, I think it was, like, a Bugatti. It wasn't insured or anything, but, I mean, it's Elon Musk, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's a billionaire, so. But I also heard something funny, 50 Cent. I listened to this interview of him and he was making fun of a rapper because he had like a, it was like a 2008 Lamborghini and it was, it was something like, something like $500,000 and he was making fun of him because it was 2008. He's like, it's so old now. It's like, he has a 2020, you know what I mean? And I honestly, I wonder if it'd be even that big of a difference. He's a troll. He's a troll. So he's just going to make that rapper mad but honestly some people rather buy the older vehicles like me for example like all the 20 trucks 2020 trucks mm-hmm. never buy one ever in my life what's wrong with them um Do they look i'm weird? more of a chevy and a gmc guy myself okay um, i don't really like ford and dog i like i like them like if they're they're good trucks just personally i just rather have a chevy because most chevys look better than fords or dodge's and right now I'm driving a GMC truck. Yeah. And GMC is more luxury edition Chevy. So is it the it same company? It is the same company. Okay. So it's called General Motors Company. That's why it's called GMC. And GMC and Chevy are a partner. Well, they're not partners, but they're literally the same company. Oh, I see. And that's why my truck is a GMC Sonoma. Mm-hmm. And they make the exact same truck, but it's a Chevy. And it's called the S10. It's the exact same. Like it's the same exact engine. same. It's like a little bit different. Like there's a couple things that you can see that are different, but she- GMC is more high class mm. for Chevy. It actually used to be Chevy was more high class than GM, but then they switched it around 2000. Really? Yeah. It was so not too crazy. long ago. Yeah. But like personally, I rather buy an older truck. Like I like the square bodies and all yeah, that. Like, the they look so look much good. And like, a lot of people on Instagram that I've seen, they're like, oh, they're bringing back the square bodies, all this other stuff. I'm like, I don't believe it for a second. Yeah, they're super rounded. I guess they're just like, trying to be more aerodynamic. Honestly, that's exactly what it is, is they just try to make them more aerodynamic and more futuristic. Like the new 2020 pickups, Chevy and GMC, I have to say, they did a terrible job on their new trucks. Really? I haven't seen them. They look bad. Oh, dude, they look terrible. The mirrors, <laughs> so the mirrors, you know how mirrors kind of stick out right there? Yeah. Like, where they act, like, everyone knows what, old, like, normal mirrors look like. They, mm-hmm. They're on your, they're on, right next to the windows, not on the doors. Older trucks, they used to be, like, mounted to the door and the window. Mm-hmm. But now, and, like, everyone, I guarantee everyone that's going to listen to this podcast is, have seen tow mirrors on vehicles. And Chevy Tomiers, they have like the two bars, and then they have the mirror, right? And you can move them out or in. And Dodges, they have the ones that are just stick out, and then you can flip them up. And everyone calls them moose ears. Oh no way! That's why everyone sees moose it. ears. Like every, I didn't know that. Well, not a lot of call, people call them. That's what I call them. I, because when you see that truck driving down the road, it looks like this, and it just looks like a big <laughs> just moose. A big moose coming down. And that's why a lot of people say moose power. Mm. And a lot of people actually flip those up just just because they have a Dodge and they have tow mirrors. And so the new ones, the new mirrors for the, the new, new mirrors for the Chevy, I haven't really looked at. I haven't seen tow mirrors 
for the Dodges or the new Fords. But Chevy, theirs is so stupid. Really? They're on the door. It's They're literally the on door? the door. And they come out and then up and then a little out again. So it just looks like these dinky little ears. Oh, they're smaller? Well, no, they're they're pretty. They're like normal size tow mirrors, but they just look dinky because, because they're the they door. don't have bars and they yeah. don't look mean. And like, I think it just made their and what I've heard and like what I've read about them, they did it for more blind spots because there's a blind spot right there. Mm. And I, I'm looking at a truck. I actually went and test drove a 2020. No way. At um, GMC here in Rexburg. Nice. And I hated it. Why is that? Did it just feel like it like just it? felt so like a car and it just like it has everything like a new car. It's got like a touchscreen. It's got 360 cameras on most things. It's got all this other stuff and all the bells and whistles, all the bells and whistles that honestly you don't really need in a truck. Yeah. Trucks are for off-road purposes and hauling things. They're not cars. Mm-hmm. Like it's a complete line from trucks and cars. They're a complete opposite. And honestly, and actually in ninth grade, I did a speech in speech class. I did a speech why trucks are better than cars against my friend who's saying <laughs> really? cars are better than trucks. And guess what? I win? won. I won that. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. I love, I love cars. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not the person who's like, oh, I'll never drive a car. I'd love to drive a car. Cars are Especially great. Especially a trucks manual car. Great. Yeah. This um, manual car. Dude, honestly, I would totally trade you straight across for my truck. Yeah, but you like the manual? I love manual cars. Your dude. your truck isn't manual, is it? No. Okay. If it was manual, I it wouldn't be as destroyed as it is. And so the that's true. I've heard that manuals last longer. They do, and it's harder to off road in a manual. And to go up like a lot of people when they get Jeeps and stuff, a lot of people actually choose the manual option because um because they can put it into first and they can choose their gears when they're going up slow things. Mm. But it's so hard because if you start slipping, you're going to have to, you have to like race to get it in an upper gear to get more power. Well, mm-hmm. not more power, but more speed. And when you're in an automatic vehicle, like my truck, you can just throttle it down and you just stomp on it and you can get up that hill. So automatic don't would have be to better worry. for off-roading? Personally, and a lot of my friends, they rather have an automatic than a manual. What about like, what about racing? Do racing, like if you're racing a car or a truck, are they manual? Um, most race cars are manual. Um, cause they have more, they can do a lot of more things to them. And like, there's more like there's you can get a short shifter, which is like, I don't know what that is. So how your manual goes, you have to push quite far up. Don't mm-hmm, you? Mm-hmm. Oh, so there's smaller. It, it shortens it. Oh, so it's quicker. It shortens it. So it's quicker. Oh. And that's why. A lot of manual cars um, are race cars and drift cars and drag cars and all of those things because it's so much easier to handle. The speed. The speed. And especially manual cars are actually one of the greatest cars that they ever made. Like manual is like the best idea that they've ever had for cars. Because in winter, if you're in an automatic car and you slam on your brakes, Mm -hmm. it's not going to slow you down if you're on ice. Mm Mm-mm. In a manual, you can manually go down to those gears to slow yourself down. Yeah. yeah while you're that's on a good ice. Point. I've never thought about that. That's why our They're whole safer. family had manuals. Because of the winters. Especially. Are brutal. 
Yeah. Yeah, and like hill climbing is okay in a manual, like if it's a decent side hill, but like I never. Knew I'd rather that about... have a manual car than an automatic car. But you you can have the option for an auto manual. Auto manual, so you auto can manual. switch. So you can put it into drive, or some cars they're if they're nice enough, you can put them into drive and then you can move it over and then you can push it up to go up gears, pull it down to go down gears. That's for like the lower like not as expensive cars. And you can get actual cars that you can switch it to that, but instead of pushing it up and pushing it down, you have paddle shifters on the steering wheel. Oh yeah. Um don't race cars have that? Yeah, a lot of not race cars don't have them. Well, where have I seen high those? class race cars do have them? A lot of sports cars do have them. That would um, be nice to kind of just flip. Because and those ones you don't have to worry about a clutch, and so you don't have to let off the throttle to push in the clutch and go back, and so you don't lose that speed. And they're called called auto manual. Yep, auto manual. It's almost like the best of both worlds. Yeah. But, like, I love a manual car. Dude, I, I would drive one any day. Dude, manual cars are super fun. And they are fun. Are there automatic motorcycles? Yes. Where you don't have to yep. move the clutch and stuff? I should know that, but yeah, I don't. They do have automatic, well, it's not an automatic trip. It's not an automatic bike. But you do. You can shift, mm-hmm. but you don't need to use a clutch. They don't come with a clutch. So, you will just so you press, like, a... Press no, the click a button or anything? Nope. You just have to let off the throttle, put it in gear, and then keep going. Oh, easy. It's very nice. But you can get automatic bikes. They just that hold they, it and it will just womp, they take care womp, of it. Womp. Dang. I, I still like that kind of shifting. Shifting is, I like, I'd rather have a dirt bike manual than an automatic because you can slow yourself down real fast mm-hmm. and you can get yourself up to speed really fast. Right. Because you can short shift it. So if you're at half RPMs, you can just shift it in the next gear and then you can keep doing that. Well then, so what's the difference between, because you mentioned a a two stroke, two stroke and four stroke. Two stroke, four stroke. So two stroke, I feel like two strokes are louder. Two strokes are very much louder and four strokes are very much heavier. Okay. So that, so the heavy bikes you see on the road. Those are going to be four-stroke. Most of like the road bikes. Well, road bikes, that's a different story. Um, I think there's differences. And I think that's, I think the two-stroke, four-stroke thing that you're getting at are more dirt bikes. Okay. Okay. But. Dude. Well, then, because my bike that I used to have was a two-stroke. Yep. And it was really loud. Well, it was my bike, too. And it was yours. <laughs> That's <laughs> you right. gave it to me. And <laughs> then right. I blew it up. And then you got destroyed. Because I didn't put any oil in it. Is that what happened? Yep. It was the oil? Dang. I seized the motor by not putting any oil in it. Dang. Yeah, that'll happen, I guess. <laughs> that'll happen. But, uh, yeah, those knobbly tires on it were sweet, though. That's, like, one of the most... That was probably the most expensive thing on that bike. But also, the custom seat... Custom seat was about 200 bucks. Had that done just outside of town. Yeah. I love that seat, dude. It was so comfortable. Oh, yeah, dude. A seat will make a motorbike. Like, it will make the look. A cool seat. Honestly, most things nowadays is looks. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how fast it is. 
or anything. Like most people love it for looks. Have you seen the new like Elon Musk's idea of a future truck? Have you seen how weird it looks? It's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's plain out stupid. It looks so strange. It's so dumb. Was looking. that the one where the wind window was broken? Yep. Like with shattered the, lock? the window. <laughs> yeah. That... Yeah. Like it was so dumb. You know, I was thinking this is a conspiracy. But I was thinking that he knew that that was going to break because it would give him more publicity. Have you ever seen... Okay, here's a question. Have you ever seen a Tesla commercial? Uh-uh. Have you? Exactly. That's what he was doing. with When he shattered that window, it put it all over the world. Yeah, it, dude. That, when he did that, he did that on purpose. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's exactly what he did because... He shattered that window, and so everyone's like, oh, no, this truck is not going to be good. Blah, yeah, and blah, everyone's blah. talking about it. Everyone's talking about it, and then it gets out, and it's on social media. That's true. I've never seen a Tesla on the news. It's all all of that stuff. Have you ever driven a Tesla? Ha! No. <laughs> because, I mean, they're super expensive, aren't I've they? I've been in a Lamborghini, and I've ridden in a Lamborghini, but Ooh. that's about it. Is it nice? Scary. Because of how Scary powerful fast. it is? Dude. But and I, it was I liked... muffler deleted, too. Oh, so it was, it was super loud? piped. Oh, it was. It's like they're asking cops to pull them over. Here, oh, yeah. If they can. Most cities and most states are more um, strict on their vehicle rules. Idaho's not because they don't have to, like, you don't have to um, go in and get your vehicle tested. You know what mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I can't remember the word for it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But Idaho like, is much certified, more lax. Certified. Most places you have to go and certify your vehicle. And, like, I've read up on a lot of laws in Idaho about vehicles. Mm -hmm. The window tent laws, the, like, aftermarket things, like, wheels and tires and all of that stuff. And, like, because I want to be safe. Mm -hmm. I want everyone else around me to be safe. And I just don't want to get a ticket. There's my tent and my exhaust. But they're never going to do anything about the exhaust. But they can do stuff about the tent. Yeah, mine are dark. Mine are too dark, man. It's like... All you got to say is... Well, it's always been on my truck, on my car. Yeah, that, that I was pulled over, and it was because I turned down the wrong road. So, but it was for something else. It was like a one-way road, oh. and I was going the way that you weren't supposed to go on that one-way road. And when I've he, done that. when he pulled me over, he was super cool. But he was like, "Yeah, these are these are too dark," and it's also a risk for a cop because yeah. they don't know if somebody <laughs> has a gun like right behind it. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very risky for cops. And that's why when you have tinted windows, usually people roll down all their windows to show that there's no one in the car besides you. Mm, even like the back safe. windows? Yeah, all of the windows. But like, and most people do that actually to get out of the tint ticket. Oh, yeah. So they, they can't see the tinted? Yeah. That's smart. That's what I do. Well, dude, with a, I saw, I saw a high-speed chase uh, not too long ago. It was going over the pass to like Yellowstone and the cop was booking it, but the car was going way faster. So I'd imagine that there are a lot of cars that are much faster than cop cars. Oh yeah. But the advantage that cops have is that they can just call in somebody and be like, Hey, going down this road. Yeah. They can call in reinforcements. And actually most cop cars are, mo uh, are their acceleration and all of that. Like engine stuff mm -hmm. is like more high tech. They actually upgrade their engines. And that's why, most people, and they keep their engines very nice, and they go into services every month. Mm. They get new tires every month. Brakes, every blood, month? Everything. That's why when like I get more money coming in, I'm probably going to buy a retired cop car. 
Oh, because you know it'll be in good shape. And it'll yep, be and, powerful. And they hand you all the whole two files that are about probably as thick as my hand. Of the of, services? Of all of the services. So you have everything on record. Because sometimes when you buy a used car, you don't have anything. Because nope, you don't know what nothing. people have done. All I know is I've got a piece. I'm going to run outside. Okay, <laughs> take your time. I'll pause it. <laughs> all right, all right. Ben's back. How's your, how's your pee? Uh, I felt actually really well. <laughs> Just on the lawn over there. <laughs> hey, Just watering in some grass. You got to. You know what I mean? I've done that myself. Probably in the same spot, actually. <laughs> but, uh... What a coincidence. Dude, well... Okay, alright. So you're, let's say... Let's say you're in the forest, right? Mm-hmm. What's the scariest animal you can run into? And let's say that any animal... Well, depends on the forest. Yeah, let's say that this forest has... Everything. Every kind of animal you can think of as. Everything that's in Africa... Everything that's in Australia. So everything that's actually realistic. Yeah, yeah. So everything, or or mythological. I think running into a centaur would be scary. No, running into a minotaur. The dude with the big axe and he has a bull head. Oh, yeah. That'd dude. be terrifying. That'd be terrifying, <laughs> honestly. I'd be um, so scared. What animals scare you the most? I don't know. You I... scared? Are you scared of animals at all? Um... Honestly, no, not really. Dang I think it. I'm more scared of spiders than anything. Okay. Dude, you know what? That spiders makes... and snakes. Those are my two that I don't like. Yeah, I hate like, spiders. Like, I can deal with them. Like, if I had a spider in my room, like, just a daddy long leg or something like that, mm-hmm. that I know it's not poisonous. You can handle that? I can handle that. But did you know <laughs> that you eat 80 spiders in your sleep your whole life? At least. I believe that because you're just laying down and you knock out people something actually will crawl sleep, in. A lot of people actually sleep with their mouths open or slightly open. Yeah. So it lets them to go into your mouth. Oh, think and of how you, gross and, that is. Because it goes in your mouth. You don't even know it. And maybe you'll feel something. No, so no, So you'll no. crunch? No, you won't crunch. You'll just swallow. <laughs> gross. So dude. you know how sometimes when you sleep, your mouth kind of gets dehydrated and you kind of swallow a lot in your sleep, actually. I didn't know that. And so you do swallow them whole. Oh, it kills man. them. Yeah, once I get to the stomach acid. Yep. Dude, I had so I had this thought. I'm so I don't know why. Do you do you remember in like Lord of the Rings or in or in Harry Potter the giant spiders? Yes. There's Shelob in Lord of the Rings. Those are terrifying. Scariest thing in the world. Now imagine if there was, for some reason, it evolved that spiders could get as big as like a bear it can they can but but if they were like a shelob no i don't i think that would be the king of the forest oh it would be because it could take anything right it could take a grizzly easy if it's big enough i guess it would just have to get it in its if it got it in its net then it just had to yeah poison it poison it wrap it up lights out exactly but the thing is, bears are really strong, and if the um, the spider web isn't strong enough, they can tear out of it, like how Fro- Frodo did. That's true, if they're strong enough, because they Bilbo. also have those claws. Yeah. Really strong. I've heard that a grizzly bear has the strength, the biting strength, to break a bowling ball. Which, I don't know if that's true, but that's what that I've heard. Happen. That would be insane. But that's not as bad as a hippopotamus. 
What's their power? Dude, I, they can break almost... They can break... What I've heard is actually they can... They're, how fast their jaw snaps mm-hmm. is faster than a crocodile or an alligator or a bear. Dude, everybody thinks actually, hippos think, are nice and friendly, but they are brutal. They are they brutal. They kill so many people in Africa. Yeah. And honestly, I guarantee that from your car, if it was threatened by your car, I guarantee it could smash your whole car. <laughs> Dude, that'd guarantee be terrifying. It, It'd be so terrifying. And they... Like, uh, they just look friendly, they look and because of hungry, hungry hippos, yeah, that game, but that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, what would be, what would you be more scared of? Say, there was a giant snake or a giant spider, snake, scarier, yeah, dude. A giant, oh, <coughs> I'd rather be poisoned. I don't know, dude, eat both or... than strangled to death and suffocating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true, that's a good point, dude. There, there's a eternal debate of what would win a silverback gorilla or a grizzly bear what do you think they're put in like a coliseum and they just had a fight um i think it'd be really close but i think the the gorilla would win think so because so strong they can just pound on that bear like the bear's first attack wouldn't be slashing it'd be biting hmm and a lot of like when you see bear maulings and all that stuff, mm-hmm. they get scratched, but they have more bite marks than anything. Mm-hmm. It's like a shark, dude. They, and they, a, gr- like, a gorilla they, can bite as well. They can, but their first move and their first tactic—that well, I've seen a lot of videos and like I've watched a lot of things on yeah. animals, um, and animal plant and all that stuff. But they can smash like. Cause they, that's part of their intimidation tactic too, where they yeah, like they slap just, the ground. They just fist on, like both fists onto the ground. It's scary. It is. It's super intimidating. I'm glad like, we don't. Like I'd rather gorillas. bump into a grizzly bear than a gorilla. Oh man, I don't know. Honestly. Both of them scare me. I have like an irrational. Well, I think it's pretty rational. My fear of gri- grizzlies. Honestly, you can you can, it's like a fifty-five percent chance you can live from a mauling of a bear. Did you hear about that guy a few years ago near Ennis, Montana? He was attacked by the same mama bear twice. So he was knocked down, just beaten up like horribly. Then the mama grizzly leaves and he like stumbles away about half a mile away. The mama bear comes out of nowhere like it was just stalking him, knocks him down again. Just starts hitting him, like crushing him. You know how they do? Yeah. And then thought he was dead because if he makes noises, in the bear's mind, it's like, okay, this this animal or this human is still alive. Yeah. You and so he just had to, per- to yeah, he had, yeah, he had to pretend to be dead and he couldn't say anything. But he amazingly made it out alive. He made a video of it afterward too. He was super calm. And showed his wounds, went to the hospital, and he's okay. But that that's like in Revenant, if you've ever yeah. seen that. It's crazy how actual strong bears are. And like oh, yeah. maulings for bears, they're, they do all that stuff like you were saying. But if, if, if it was a gorilla, <laughs> you'd be dead. Because instead of just they're kicking so you strong. and just smacking you around and biting you and just scratching you, 
full fists. They would crush every bone in your body. They could so easily crush your body. Oh, if they hit you in one certain, like, any, like, actual vulnerable spot, you could be dead in minutes. What's stronger, um, a chimpanzee? Because I've heard chimpanzees are so strong that they can literally, if they grab both of my arms, they could rip them out of the sockets. Oh, yeah, they could. So a gorilla could do that easy. Oh, easy. They could do the same thing. Because gorillas are like... They could probably take your head off. (laughs) Dang. Overkill. Yeah, honestly, bro. Like, I guarantee if they took one of your arms off, they could just smack it across the face and just take it off. Dude, I saw a video where a mountain lion was protecting her cub. Um, scared away, made a grizzly back down. Yeah, I've, I thought that I saw was, that video too. Yeah, we've probably seen the same one. It, I was super impressed by that because I would have thought that maybe like a grizz would take a mountain lion, but mountain lions, man. And I guess any animal that's protecting its young gets suddenly like oh, they get ten times stronger. They're ten times, definitely ten times stronger, or look ten times stronger. Dude. But like I saw a video on TikTok, and they had a little, tra- they had a coyote trap, mm-hmm. and they caught a cougar. Mm-hmm. They caught a mountain lion in it, and they were just all literally standing, probably me to you to it, and it's just laying there, just growling. Oh, probably just so angry. Yeah, the hiss would be scary. And like they open their mouth all the way, and then they kind of chomp. And, like, when I saw those teeth, I was like, oh, I do not want to be near that. Yeah, what'd they do? Like, how would they release it? I think they did. I think they all, like, um, I don't even know how they did it, but I guarantee they did. Yeah. They couldn't really do anything else. Because coyotes, you can just shoot and kill. Oh, yeah. But mountain lions, you have to have a tag, right? Yeah. I'd imagine you would. Because there you aren't that many of them. almost everything. Which kind of is... Crazy. Well, here, here's a hard question then. If you had to hunt a vampire or a werewolf, what would you rather hunt? Vampire or a werewolf? Depends what vampires we're talking about. Depends on what werewolves we're talking about. That's a good. Like, qu- that, that's, that's a good question. I've seen a lot of vampire movies and a lot of werewolf movies, mm-hmm. like Supernatural and. So what what vampire what type of vampire scares you the most? Uh, crap! What is the TV show called? Vampire Diaries? Not vampire. Yeah, Vampire Diaries. Have you oh, I've heard that? it's good. No, but they're vampires and they can like disappear and reappear. Those ones are the ones I'm more scared. Yeah, of. that'd be horrifying. Because if I was gonna hunt something like that, I'd use a bow. You've got to like, like a like a. The one that you shoot? No, a not, crossbow? A cross, not a crossbow, just a compound bow oh, with wood arrows. Impressive. But. With, um, oh no, steel's for werewolf. Steel yeah, is what, for werewolf. Okay. But you would have a steel, steel arrowhead. Yeah. Because the steel arrowhead will go through and the wood would go with it. Yeah. But what, the only problem is you had to hit him in the heart. The werewolf? Or the vampire? The vampire. Yeah, vampires are super hard to kill because you have to you have a very narrow spot. Mm-hmm. The noble the nobles like the noble vampires like Dracula, those intimidate me because they're super smart, they're really strong, and I'm pretty sure noble vampires can do what you're talking about, disappear. Probably. 
but werewolves. What kind of werewolves are there? There's a lot of werewolves. Werewolves. I'd want to be on the team of werewolves. Like, I'd be a human vampire hunter, and I'd try to get the werewolves to help me out. Yeah. I'd be, I'd rather be a werewolf than a vampire. Yeah, me too. You only come out. Every... That's true, but if so, my idea of a werewolf though isn't like Twilight, where they only come at full moon. You turn out to be like a furry, like yeah, you don't beast look like that. with when like human minds, but like I talk about like Skyrim werewolf. Yeah, 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 super strong, and super you're also strong. really just kind of just really dangerous. Oh, very. You're dangerous. going around. If you released one of those in Times Square, in New York, it'd just be havoc <laughs> all over the place that's why i think i think a werewolf could take a vampire actually honestly i think it could it'd be a hard hard fight it'd be a f- close fight too that's why they're eternal enemies exactly they'll always be enemies honestly they would be did you ever see what what's that movie with oh that woman She's pretty woman. She's uh. There's a lot of pretty actresses. There are yes. In a lot of movies. Yes, there are. It's a. <laughs> she's a vampire hunter. Vampire hunter. It's not Blade because Blade is with Wesley I've never Snipes. Seen Blade. Blade's cool. Why am I forgetting what her name is? Let me search this up real quick. Kate Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale. Anyway, she's a vampire. Half vampire. Half human, I think. She's I'm pretty t- sure that's how all vampires are. Isn't that how all vampire hunters are? Just about? Just about? They're part... No, Van Helsing was a human. I don't know. Dude. Who knows? I literally think vampire hunters and werewolf hunters, their species is hunter. Oh, Really? I think so. Like in Skyrim. Dean in um, what's Vampire Diaries? No. In Stranger... Not Stranger Things. Why was I thinking of Stranger Things? I don't know. <laughs> that, that's just stupid. Um, crap. It's something like that. It's not Stranger Things. It's something... Supernatural. Okay. I'm pretty sure... Because everyone just thinks they're hunters. And ever, I've never really heard their race. Mm. And I don't know what they are. Well, in Skyrim, are they a race or is it just like a virus? So you're, you'd you still be a like a dark elf. Yeah. But if you get infected, that doesn't mean that you're suddenly a different race. You're still dark elf. You just yeah. have the vampiric curse. Exactly. What you about werewolf, like same though? Person, same thing. It's just, it's just a curse. It's just a curse. Dang. I don't know, man. That's scary. It is. What's your favorite thing about Skyrim? There's too many to count, probably. Favorite thing in Skyrim? Uh, if you... Just the freedom. Yeah. Doing whatever I want. Exploring all of the world. Exploring. I once... Um, I just bought a horse. Um, I just got all my stuff. And I literally... Rode my horse completely around the map. 
It's no on way. the edge of the map, all the way around. How long did that take? Like an hour. <laughs> it's a, it looks like a big map, but if you just sit there and do it, it's... But, like, I found a lot of cool things, new places, new little side quests. There's but I wasn't more stuff. of a main quest type of guy. Right. Like, what would you do? What was your method? Honestly, just hunt and survive. Yeah. Go and explore. Like, you'll go down a mine. Yeah. Or you'll go into a town and just... Raid it. Just raid it. F- figure things out. I, I tried it one time. Um, so I, I had a couple um, games of it. You know, like how you can have different characters. Mm-hmm. I had a couple characters that was... Um, I literally went into every single town. Became wanted. Right? Had a bounty on my head. Mm-hmm. And I literally tried to survive with only a bow and a certain amount of arrows and a sword and a shield. So just really minimal. Minimal, have food, water, like I had everything I needed, just supplies. And I had to find a way to get into those towns without being seen to get more supplies and get out without being seen. Dude, I love that. I just like challenged myself to do like little things. Like after I beat the game for the first time, I was like, you know what? I don't want to do that again. That was actually took me forever. Let's do something different. And so then, I did like side quests most mainly. And, and aren't there, I heard something like, there's something like 200 hours of side quests. Oh yeah, there's more than that, I guarantee it. Really? Yeah. I probably spent 100 hours on side quests and I'm still not done with it. What about the Dark Brotherhood? I feel like you joined the Dark Brotherhood quickly. Because I don't even know how you joined the Dark Brotherhood. You sleep. You sleep? Exactly. What do you mean? Um... Well, you can you have the option to sleep in the game. Yeah. And if you go to an inn or somewhere and you sleep at night for a certain amount of hours, I can't remember, but you wake up with a note mm. with a handprint of blood, and then it like I don't remember what the note even says, but it says come to this certain location at a certain time. So they're they that's the invitation. Invitation to well, that's their hey. If you want to join, you have to do something for us first. Mm. And then you go to that place. You wake up. Well, no, you don't wake up. But you go to that place. Um, and then you're supposed to stay at a special inn after. And you go stay at that inn. And then you wake up in a little house with a girl that's already with the Dark Brotherhood. And she... You have to have... you. She, you pick one of the people that are literally sitting on their hands and knees with bags over their heads bound up. Oh, and no way. you have to pick way. one, you have to kill one. The, the, the girl will say, like, you have to pick one? Yeah. And no honestly, I went through it like five times, and I killed every single one of them so every time <laughs> just to see what would happen, like, if there was a difference. Is there? No. So it's just random. Like, so you, do, it you pick happen. one, and then that's to show them. That you're serious about being in the Brotherhood. Yeah, basically. It's kind of dumb. What's the advantage of being in the Dark Brotherhood? Um, armor. Um. Cicero. Cicero. You get Cicero as a friend. Yeah. Total psychopath. (laughs) 100% a psychopath. (laughs) Total psychopath jester. Yeah. In love with a dead body. (laughs) Yeah. Isn't, isn't he in love with, what's, what's her name? Mother? Everyone calls her mother something. And she's basically like the spirit of the Dark Brotherhood. Brotherhood. That's so scary. 
And like every time they change places, they take it with, they take her and her casket with them. Wait, so wasn't so somebody's assigned to protect her, or to carry that around? Wasn't Cicero? Yep. And that's why he grow, grown such attachment to it. Oh. And when you get to the point in the Dark Brotherhood that you kill him. Oh dang! You have to kill Cicero. You didn't know that. Does he turn on you? No, like you there's a whole him. big fight and like about like um White Run or something like that and they came in and killed everybody except Cicero and they left Cicero alive barely. But Cicero was the one that told. Oh, he so he was a rat? I think so. He was a snitch. Yeah, and so you have the option to let him free or kill him. And of course, I killed him. Right. Because who wouldn't kill that crazy guy? Total psycho. Psychopath. I wonder what happens if you save him. I wonder if he protects you. I don't think so. I think he just runs off and you never see him in the game again. Dude, he's a danger to everyone. Honestly. In Skyrim. But then you have to go in to the mother's casket. Like, Creepy. you walk up to talk to her. Like, is it just it a skeleton? Talk, right? Yeah, it's just a skeleton. You walk up to talk to her, right? Because, like, you have an option to. Yeah. And you actually. Like, in the quest, you actually had to. And I walked up to talk to her, right? And it was, like, 2 in the morning when I was playing this, right? I was kind of creeped out. I walked up to it. I clicked it. And I had my TV on pretty loud. And I had headphones in, so it was actually really loud. Mm -hmm. And the casket closed around you. So you're in the dark with this dead body. That's creepy. Well, it's the skeleton because it was already rotted. Do you see it or does does the camera watch it close basically no like all of a sudden you just see it slowly get darker and darker and i actually turned around to see what's going on and i just see the doors go like this on my oh and then that's where you get to talk to her yep and then you become what cicero was oh because you killed him yeah basically and then you get that spot yep what are the benefits of that um you know more about the brotherhood than most that's why he went mad because he knew so much stuff and everything was going through his head that he was like <laughs> he trying to crazy. make. He honestly went insane from how much information she was giving him. Dang. And how much he was just taking it all in and trying to place it in like it was like putting it together a puzzle mm-hmm. that's white. Dude, I oh, that's a good That's just bland. That's a good analogy. White. Yeah. Like no nothing but white. That's a great analogy. I joined the Thieves Guild, which was cool. Because they're not as hardcore as the Dark Brotherhood. I never heard of them, actually. The Thieves Guild? If you go to... I think it's called Riften. Riften, yeah. If you go to Riften, that's the Thieves Guild's headquarters. It's underneath. In, like, the sewers and stuff. Oh, actually, I've been there. Okay. For one of the quests for the Dark Brotherhood, you had to go in there and talk to... A certain person and get information from them, and then can you join both, or did they not allow possible. you? I don't know, because at one point I got I became a vampire, not a vampire. I became a werewolf, and then I went and became Dark Brotherhood, and then I went and tried to become a vampire mm-hmm. because I have the DLC because mm. I have Skyrim HD for my Xbox. So that allows you to turn into a vampire? If you and the werewolf. Has the option. The option. Oh, you can also hunt vampires yeah. in that one. Yeah. And I do. Yeah, that's cool. It's hard, though. They're more hard, and i rather, like, 
It was actually more hard to fight a vampire than just guards. Oh, and they usually go in groups, don't mm-hmm. they? No, they're one by themselves, but they're more... If you're, like, more of, like, a... Depends on your character and, like, if you're a warlock or a hunter. Like, you know how you can pick that. Right. I'm always a Khajiit. I usually am, too. Sometimes yeah. I'm a Nord. Nords are sweet because they're super strong. I feel like they're better as warriors. They're better as warriors. Um, Khajiits are better at silence and sneakiness. Yeah, they're, they're good for the Thieves Guild. Um, Argonians, which no one really likes. You know what? I've met one person who likes an Argonian. I have to. It's crazy. It's honestly, they're actually really good um, characters, but... And they can breathe under, underwater. Yeah, that's why my friend has them, because he can run away from whatever danger into the water, Oh, yeah, that's a good... And they wouldn't really follow him. That's a good tactic. Yeah, he could just stay and under And he can there. just float down the river, go down the waterfalls, and not get hurt. And... I think they're resistant to poison as well. Yeah. But... Dude, I think even le- lower than Khajiits, I think Argonians are treated the worst. I think they're the like the lowest class. Yeah. In Skyrim, they're treated the it worst. It's one of the lowest. Um, I think orcs is also one of the lowest. Oh I, yeah, do I've never met anyone you? who's. Do people an orc. greet you different as an orc? Um, honestly, I don't know. Because I know sometimes with a the Khajiit, they're like, "How may I help you, cat?" Yeah. I call you cat. Yeah. Beast. It's kind of weird, honestly. Dude, the beast races are my favorite. But if you look to your windshield, right there, where right here, where that, where the trees come up and everything, it looks like a skull. Just up in the trees. It just looks like a skull. I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> so I can't really... Dude, that, that makes me think of Harry Potter with the, uh... Looks like it literally looks like a skull crying. Yeah, it kind of looks like, um, Voldemort's sign. <laughs> like when the, what are they called? The Death Eaters, like, they shoot this this sign of the Death Eater in the sky. And then that's like a signal for all the other Death Eaters and for Voldemort. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Dude, I want something creepy to happen. I like when creepy things happen. Dude, honestly, if it wasn't almost two in the morning, we could totally go out to Cersei. I mean, not Cersei. Yeah, oh, Cersei's yeah, house. dude. Let's talk about Cersei real quick. Cersei's house is a house in the middle of nowhere in the it's forest. Up in Moody. Up in Moody. And we believe it is haunted, sort of. It's Or not haunted. It's more kind of bewitched. Bewitched, yeah. By Cersei. It's not. It's not really haunted. Like yeah, because like, it's in I good don't, shape too. It is in very good shape. Windows actually. aren't broken. Nope. Which is rare. Which is very rare for abandoned houses like that. Which yeah. I don't think it's abandoned. Yeah, I because honestly feel like someone still lives there. You think so? I think. Well, somebody I goes down because the, that trail that we walked down. It's a driving trail. It's a driving trail, and it's not overgrown with. Yeah, it's stuff, well kept. You know? It kind of makes it creepier. Honestly, it does. There was a time where we were out there, and then it was like as soon as we were leaving, I think, it started to snow. Yeah. And that was just Cersei just... Because <laughs> Cersei, Cersei is this uh, witch in the Odyssey. 
and Odysseus and his men come to this island and there's this beautiful witch and she turns people into animals and she reminded me like that place reminded me of Circe's because it looks like there's almost like a pig pen like a pen in front of it yeah and it just made me think little, of like like doghouse type looking things yeah just made me think of a place like if a witch were to live there lots of animals lots of animals that are just bewitched and there's a lot of cows out there too tons of cows dude i kind of hate that cows are allowed to be just on public land like that just cows well, actually, all over the place most of that land up there is private property most of it yeah which is kind of crazy not gonna lie i didn't know that well a lot of it is targi and caribou if you go deep enough yeah but on the outer skirts where cersei lives and all that that's stuff. owned by somebody for sure yeah, duh. Oh, yeah. i guess duh right because there's a fence well yeah but the funny thing is and this is a loophole <laughs> so like no one actually yells at us over this mm-hmm. but if there's no private property sign you cannot you can hop the fence really exactly and if there is a private property sign and if there's not one for a certain amount of feet away, you can hop the fence there. Dude, I have kind of a funny story of uh, ignoring a no trespassing. no trespassing sign. So I was walking one time just out in the farms, and there was a no trespassing sign, but I thought, ah, whatever, I'll just keep walking. Because there was just this dirt road. I wasn't walking on the plants or anything. I just walk right past it, and I'm walking for about 20 yards or so. And this black SUV just just comes like off-road, drives right up to me super fast, gets right next to me, slams on the brakes, rolls down the window. It's a farmer. And he's like, all right. And he had like an eye patch, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> and he's like, all right, I need your name and number. And um, you went straight past the no trespassing sign. Uh, so give me your information. I was like, all right. My name's Kevin Keller. Um, you were in my ward. <laughs> and he just, he looks at me with his one eye. And he's like, is that you, Kevin? Oh, man, how are the parents? How are the parents? And then he just let me go. I was, But at, before that happened, I was so scared. Hmm. Because he was just straight down to business. Didn't even look at me. Going to report me to the police. And then he let me go. So, I mean, and trespassing signs, I mean, like, no trespassing, um, all that stuff is actually, the tickets for no trespassing have been bumped up a lot. It has? It used to be 150 bucks, but now they're, like, $400. Oh, man. And if the sign just says no trespassing, it's just a fine. But if it says we'll be prosecuted. Then that's hardcore. You could get sued, you go to jail, all of that stuff. Oh, man, it's not worth it, is it? It's honestly not. Like, I go shed hunting a lot up in Moody, and I kind of am trying to, like, uh, it's a little sketch. Because, like, sometimes I go onto someone else's property, like, on the edge of it, not trying to ruin anything, just, like... Exploring around. Exploring around, staying off, like, where, like, their fields are and all that, like, just little wood areas that literally just walking won't damage anything. Right, yeah. And, like, and you just I didn't litter, it. I didn't do anything. Like, I kept, I drank, like, I had an energy drink. I had a rain. 
Mm-hmm. And I was just walking. I finished it, and I did not throw it away. Like, I didn't throw it out in the... I just waited until I got back to my truck, threw it in the bed of my truck, and mm-hmm. left. And as I was walking back to my truck, I saw a trail cam. No way. Yeah. And I did see one of the private property signs that says, smile, you're on camera. Oh, man. But you, a lot of the times, that's a bluff. Like, they'll have a sign that says that, but they don't yeah. necessarily have... It's mostly a bluff, but a lot but of people... But this time, it was. It wasn't. It, this time, it wasn't. I, I just mean. saw... I saw straight across the tr- like the road right next to my truck almost a trail cam and I'm like if I pulled up any farther he could have got my license plate. Oh no way! So you yeah I parked just right before. I mean like I had my head down almost the whole time because I was looking for sheds. I was looking the ground most of the time. Mm-hmm. And like I'm glad that I didn't get caught, but at the same time if I did get caught, what would he do? Just yell at me? Right. Like, you can't really get in trouble for trespassing if you can't see the signs. If you don't look for the signs, you can get in trouble for it. But, like, I actually looked for signs. I did see one on the ground, but I went farther away from that sign to a point where I never saw a sign again. Because they have to be a certain place, certain feet from each other for you to not be able to trespass. Mm. And if they don't have that, you can trespass. I didn't know that. If they don't have it posted, you can trespass. If there's a fence and there's no trespassing signs, you can go. You can, Dude, but, and I think farmers and ranchers should chill out because, especially ranchers where they can have their cattle on public land, it's like, well, if your cattle can be on public land, then you know what? Why can't I just wander around? If yeah. I, you know, Did you pasture. know if you hit a, a cow on someone's, like, someone's cow on their property? I've worried about that. Yeah, what happens? You can... you. They'll, you'll have to pay for everything. You have to pay for the butcher to cut, kill it. Well, not kill it. Are you like, serious? Like you cut, it up pay, cut it up? You had to pay for the like how much it was. You had to pay for almost everything. And that's just bound, like a legally bound. You have to do this. Well, or are you gonna go to jail? Like, well, the owner of the cow can say it's fine. Don't worry about it. But if he's but most he's people angry. would be like, yeah, you're paying for everything. Yeah, and honestly, I'd rather pay for that than getting sued. Yeah, because that's probably like two grand. Yeah, and you have to buy Maybe a lawyer. Four. And like getting a lawyer, going to court, getting sued—it's up to like, it can be from anywhere from a thousand dollars to limitless. Limitless. Yeah. <laughs>